0: Side Hustle Show 108, the best passive income model. Learn the low risk way to invest in raw land for quick flips or long term passive income. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show, where aspiring part time entrepreneurs learn how to turn their side hustle dreams into reality. Because your nine to five may make you a living, but your five to nine makes you alive. And now, your host, Nick Loper. everybody, Nick Loper here. Welcome to the Side Hustle Show. This is episode 108, The Best Passive Income Model. Now in fairness, I'm borrowing that name from my guest, Mark Podolsky from thelandgeek.com who thinks he's found the best passive income model and also hosts a podcast about it. So what is it? It's raw land investing. It's the side hustle I'd never even heard of before. I talked to Mark. I mean, we've talked uh, we talked real estate on the show before a couple different times, um, both you know real estate wholesaling, residential stuff, and uh, and Airbnb, but nothing nothing quite like this. So so uh, listen in uh, to to learn how to get started with very low upfront costs. That was my. One of my biggest questions, like how much does, I mean, real estate is expensive and, and land is the biggest part of that. Um, so so where to find land for sale, how to do your due diligence as a buyer, and then where to find uh, where to find the next buyers? Who to find? Who to flip it to, or who to uh, lease it back to? Or do owner financing deals to you to set uh, to set yourself up to collect uh, you know rent essentially each month, or get a lease payment each month on this uh, little parcel that you own? So all my notes and highlights plus marks, top tips. Are available to you in a free downloadable PDF at sidehustlenation.com slash one zero eight or sidehustlenation.com slash land if that's easier to remember or through the link in the episode description of your podcast player app. I think this is a fascinating business. Again, that's something I never heard of before and very curious to hear your thoughts on it as well. So be sure to, uh, to tweet me up. Uh, I'm at NLoper and Mark is at the land geek. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, see what you think about this, or uh, or leave a comment in the show notes, and let's get to it. Hey, Mark, welcome to the Side Hustle Show. Thanks, Nick. Everybody, Mark Podolsky is the land geek. He's a real estate investor specializing in raw land deals and blogging and podcasting about it at thelandgeek.com. He says with over 5,000 deals under his belt since 2001, he's never lost money. And he averages 300 to 1,000% ROI. Sounds good, too good to be true. Let's find out. Mark, let's start with the big, the big picture or the, the 10,000 foot view of this. How does this all work? Okay,
1: so this is the way it works. And I, and I really think this is like the best side hustle for anybody um, because, like, one of my clients is a full time firefighter and he works on this business two hours a day. And he is now making over $10,000 a month in passive income. So how does Jeff Axton do this? This is a 10,000-foot view. What we do is we send out offers to people that own raw land that have two defining characteristics. Number one, they owe back taxes. And number two, they live out of state. So we do a, a little calculation. We send them a lowball offer. And then – we buy that property, Nick, right? Pennies on the dollar. But if, let's say, for example, we don't have any money, then what we'll do is we'll just lock up that property on what we call an option. And that gives us 95 days to market that property to another buyer, right? And then, so we our typical returns are 300% on the cash flip or over 1,000% on a note. So the note is basically, we get our money out on the down payment Right? So, Nick, I buy a piece of property for $1,000. I sell it to you for $10,000. You put $1,000 down, and I like to keep it at a car payment. And let's say you pay 249 a month at 8.5% interest, right? And now I'm getting $249 a month in passive income from Nick Loper. But what's great about this is it's raw land. So, I don't have to deal with a renter, I don't have to deal with repairs. I don't have to deal with renovations. I don't have to deal with rodents like a typical landlord would have to. So it's like migraine-free real estate investing. And that's why I think it's you know the ultimate side hustle. The ultimate honestly. side hustle. Like your podcast, it's the best passive income model. It is. I think it is the best passive. I mean, honestly, there's only one thing better than, than what I'm doing. And it's, it's life insurance. Because life insurance is just an idea. You don't even have to go out and buy anything. Okay, right. Okay. But but life insurance has got some other issues with it as well because, of, you know, it's a commodity and nobody it's not very much fun to sell. But you know, buying something raw land is a blast because you can't believe that people will sell you their property so cheaply and you can flip it so
0: quickly. I mean, we our average sale time is thirty days. Whoa. Let's and and no, no no renovations required. Okay, let's right. let's back no this up. Required. Let's back let's, this up. So You've been doing this for 15 years. Um, and, yeah, and you started this uh, on the side. You started this as a side hustle.
1: This was my side hustle. I was doing investment banking before I got into raw land investing full time, and I hated my job. You know, I had a 45 minute commute to work and back, lots of stress, lots of pressure, and a buddy of mine that we hired at my firm was telling me that he was going to tax deed auctions and buying up property pennies on the dollar and then flipping them online and making 300% returns. Well, I'm from Missouri. We're the show-me state. So I didn't believe (laughs) it. And so, and you know, Nick, I'm looking at companies all day long. I mean, a great company has 15% EBIT margins or earnings before interest and taxes. That's a great company. Mm -hmm. The average company is at 10%, and most companies are even below 10%. So he's telling me 300%. I don't believe him and I go to New Mexico with him and I have like $3,000 to my name saved up for car repairs and I buy up, sure enough, 10 lots at an average price of $300. And then that next week, I just did what my buddy told me to do. I put them up online and they all sold within a week and now I had $9,000. So you can buy land for $300? A half acre, Nick, for $300 at a tax deduction. Where is this
0: stuff? This was this was in uh,
1: Deming, New Mexico, outside of Deming.
0: Is uh, like so. I've never heard of that. Is that like a is that like a ghost town? Is that like or no, are there people there? there? Is there infrastructure? Or is this yeah, just in the middle of the desert?
1: No, there's a Walmart there. <laughs> you know, it's a small town. But you know, what's funny about that is, you know, and I think this is the reason that we have so little competition is that people can't kind of get their head around buying a parcel that inexpensively. Because naturally we're skeptical. Like, you know, what's wrong with the property? Is it? Is there something toxic on? It? No, it's just. Yeah, this is a this is people, an ancient people, Indian this, burial ground. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you know people are losing their property for back taxes, and we're just we're helping them out of a situation because now that asset has become a liability for them, and then we go on the other end and we can sell it 60, 70, 80 cents on the dollar, and find someone who really likes the idea of owning raw land. Even if they never go out there, it's just a great investment because they don't have to protect anything. They don't have to maintain anything. If they want to go out there and use it recreationally, they can. Maybe one day they want to build and, or maybe it's a legacy investment. You know, Ted Turner's quoted as saying, and he's the largest uh, landowner in the United States, buy land. It's the only thing that lasts. And
0: when you think about it, he's right. It's going to outlive all of us Hopefully anyways, hopefully yeah if we keep if we take care of it. Um, yeah we, we, so so you mentioned we are we are sending lowball offers to people who own raw land, owe back taxes on that raw land and live out of state. Now how you mentioned tax deed auctions as well. so how are you finding these parcels to to put offers on?
1: So how, how do we find them? Basically, we contact counties that are in areas that we really like. So I personally like the Southwest in Florida because I think that's where most people in the country would like to be. So I kind of avoid the Midwest and I love the Midwest. and I avoid the East Coast because the majority of the country likes the sunshine states, right? Okay. And if you're going to make a land investment, that's probably where you want to be are in these areas of growth and these fast growing states, right? So Essentially, what we do is we contact the county treasurer and we want to get that tax delinquent list and then we're going to go ahead and scrub that list and we're going to take out all the houses and we're going to take out all the industrial property. We're going to take out all the commercial property and what we're left over with is vacant land and then we'll go ahead, we'll do some quick calculations and we'll send those people our lowball offers. Again, if they don't sell that property, Nick, they're eventually going to lose it for back taxes.
0: Okay. Okay. So this is something that's just read like the the county treasury office just faxes you a list or emails you a list. Like, how does that work?
1: Yeah. I mean, they'll email. It depends on the county. Some some counties are really technologically advanced, and they can you can get that list online. Okay. Some of them are really backwards, and you have to kind of explain it. You know, two or three times to somebody exactly what you want.
0: I imagine the more backward they are, the more opportunity there is.
1: Yeah, there is absolutely. And, um, you know, so you just, you would just figure out a way to get the list. There are some sites, excuse me, that actually help you get the list. Um, etaxsales.com will help you with that. Agentpro247.com can help. Um, I love a site called listsource.com. So there's, there's tons of ways to get that list. Okay. Start sending out those lowball
0: offers. How do you know what a low ball offer is i mean how do you know even know what this stuff is worth if it's halfway across the country
1: well you know just like in traditional real estate we want to look at comparable sales okay so we'll contact the county assessor and ask what similar properties have sold in the area and at what price and then we just do some some basic math right so we're going to take out the outliers anything that sold for way too high and anything that's sold for way too low, maybe it was you know, between a family number. And then we get this median price and then we go ahead and do our backwards calculations so that we can make our 300% return. And that's what we offer.
0: What's the purchase? I mean, so so a lot of these cases, it's sight unseen. Like you, you don't care. Well, like, hey, this is a good looking parcel. Like, do you, Are there pictures online or just like, hey, if some, okay, somebody so- has two acres in, in a Florida swamp and I want it.
1: Right. So let's say I send you your lowball offer. You accept it, right? Now, after you accept that offer, what's the first thing I'm going to do? I'm going to do my due diligence or my research before I send you any money. So there's a few things I want to know, right? Number one, I want to make sure you actually own that property. So I'm going to get a copy of the deed. Number two, I'm going to make sure there's no, what we call liens or encumbrances on that property, so we want to make sure that the IRS hasn't filed a lien on your po- property. We want to make sure that there's no mechanics liens or anything what we call clouding the title, which is very simple to do, right? Then I want to what make you, sure. What do you
0: do to to go through that? You know, make sure make sure it's a clean title.
1: Well, you can basically you can hire someone like an abstractor to pull those files. That costs about eighty bucks. Or once the abstractor does it once for you you can learn how they do it and you can do it yourself but you just basically want to look at the chain of title so the last you know the, from the very beginning of time you want to see what what deeds have been recorded in that in for that property does that make sense okay
0: okay make you sure also, this guy I, owns it and there's nothing that would stand in the way of sale like no liens like you said okay
1: exactly and and it's very simple right and then i want to make sure that there's ingress and egress or what we call legal access you can actually get to the property. We want to make sure there's something compelling about the property. Maybe there's mountain views. Maybe there's a stream. Maybe it's in the path of growth, right? Um, and we certainly want to make sure that there's some good story to it so that's easier to sell. I mean, if it's out in the middle of nowhere and it's on the side of a mountain and you can't get to it, then we're probably not going to close on that deal. Now, there have been times where I bought property that you would say, Mark, you're crazy. Why are you buying that property? And I would say, Nick, there's a pig for every barn. And sure enough, you know there is someone out there that wants to have property that's on the side of a mountain. Or you know, there's there's people out there that uh, own dune buggies and they want to be in the sand dunes. Or there's people out there that uh, are what we call preppers or survivalists, and they don't they want property in the middle of nowhere. They want to be off the grid. They want to be off the grid. They love that kind of property. And so I don't judge anymore. Um, I just make sure that they can find the property and it's my job to fully disclose all the, all the attributes of that property. And I even highlight what you and I would consider the negative attributes. And then what does that do? That helps build my credibility for the
0: potential buyer and it sells quicker. Do, <laughs> this is crazy stuff. Do, um, So are you taking trips out to view these things? Or like, so how do you know there's a a creek bed or a mountain view if you're not like standing there?
1: Yeah, so this is why it's the best side hustle is because 95% of this business is outsourced, right? So let's take that due diligence example. The first place I would go is Google Earth, right? I can go and visually see that property. The second place I'm gonna go is Craigslist and I'm gonna hire someone for 25 to 50 bucks, to actually go stomp on that property and fill out a property report, take pictures, shoot video for me. That's local.
0: Okay, okay, I, I and like then it.
1: I, I want to know who are the neighbors. Much cheaper how than buying a plane to ticket. Find the property. Is there any debris on the property? Um, you know, is anyone dumping on this property? Those types of things. So I want someone to physically go out there and stomp on that property. And so for what my, my total due diligence costs might be 100 bucks, okay, all in. And I'm buying it so inexpensively that even with those fees, and then don't forget, I'm going to charge a fee to the buyer as well. Uh, I'm going to actually recoup that and make money on that transaction.
0: Did you know that roughly half of Side Hustle Nation hasn't started their side hustle yet? If that's you, I get it. Starting and building a business is tough. snail mail through email through phone calls how are you delivering these? I,
1: I i do both um i automate offers through email using an ifttt.com uh craigslist search which is very cool
0: that sounds really cool i love i like i have very barely just scratched the surface of of if this then that but this sounds
1: yeah awesome. it's it's great if this and that is great but my response rate's much lower because these are people that are probably not as distressed as what we do is we send out the snail mail to people that are
0: distressed. Okay, because Craig's, somebody, if somebody's proactively listing it on Craigslist, they may not right. meet that back tax criteria. Okay.
1: Exactly. Okay. But okay. you never know. I mean, you know, because of the costs involved, there's no costs except for maybe a, a few hours of a VA's time. Um, you can get some great bulk deals that way from a seller that uh, may have tons of property
0: and they need cash. Okay. What do you, what's your, what's a typical like take rate? I'm going to send out a hundred offers and get two bites or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's pretty close. It's three to 5% Okay, is, is going to be your response rate.
0: Is there like some, I assume some back and forth, some negotiation and.
1: What? Well, no, I don't, I don't negotiate because I'm, I don't want to be in the appraisal business. So, you know, it's, it's an offer and they either sign the offer and send it back or, or they don't.
0: Okay. Take um, it or leave it.
1: Take it or leave it. Yeah. I mean, I've seen people, you know, in residential housing, that's how they get deals is they'll say, Hey, I'm interested in buying your house, but they're just trying to get interest. Right. They don't say what they're going to pay for it. I tell them exactly what I want to pay for that property. Okay. Yeah. And because it's such so, such low competition in such a huge market, it's not like there's any other game in town. They're, they're thrilled to get my offer
0: letters. Okay. Do you find that there's more competition? Like aren't other people trying to do the same thing?
1: absolutely there's um, hopefully there's many more people trying to do it but again you know we're talking about millions and millions of properties it's a huge huge market you me 100,000 200,000 a million other people couldn't buy up all the property in this country and what's great about raw land is we you know raw land does not attract the professional investor like a hedge fund or a private equity group that typically wants to buy up in the housing market. Because to them, it doesn't cash flow like a house or a commercial building will.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind so, of what I'm thinking. So we'll get into that in just a second. Because I'm like, well, yeah, you don't have any tenants, you don't have any renters. Like, yeah, how are you generating generating the cash flow? The 10,000 passive income, like, you're, like your guy at the top of the show. The next... So, so let's talk about that. So we have uh, we have an offer. We have a signed offer. This guy has said, "Hey, that's a, that's a fair deal. I I need to get out of this thing." What what comes next? So you have, like you said, a ninety five day due diligence period or or something. Well, no, not
1: not due diligence. Due diligence shouldn't take that long. Okay.
0: that's if, that's if we're going to option the property and test
1: that property on the market. And we typically like to to test it for ninety five days. Okay, right now the average property is going to sell in thirty days, but we want ninety five days just in case. So. The way that we create the passive income again is using that same scenario, I buy the property from you for $1,000, and then I go and I sell it for $10,000. Now, I want to get $1,000 down as my down payment, and then I want to get a car payment as my monthly payment, maybe $249 a month
0: at a reasonable interest rate, right? Maybe 8%. Well, if the thing so, is worth ten dollars how come the original seller didn't sell it for ten dollars
1: The original seller didn't sell it for ten dollars because they don't know how to sell their property for $10,000. Otherwise, absolutely they
0: would. Okay.
1: Yeah. But, you know, this isn't what they do all day. Now you're talking about somebody, you know, they're just not in that mindset, right? This is this is a problem for them and we're solving the problem. Just like I'm sure there's people that do side hustles all day long and they're buying up assets pennies on the dollar maybe on Craigslist. Why is someone selling something so cheaply on Craigslist when they can just sell it for more money on Amazon or eBay? Well, they don't know how to do it.
0: It's uh, a pretty, pretty accurate parallel, actually. You go buy clearance stuff at Walmart and then flip it on Amazon. Right, exactly. Okay. okay. So so what comes, what comes next? I've got the thing under contract and, and then what do I do?
1: So the next thing you want to do is sell that property. So there's a bunch of different places you can sell that property. You can go on Craigslist. You could sell it on eBay. You could sell it on landandfarm.com. You could sell it on landflip.com, landwatch.com, landsofamerica.com, landhub.com. There's there's no shortage of these sites that specialize in raw land sales. So you want to go to where the buyers are. My favorite way now to sell is actually to my buyers list. And so I can sell properties within minutes of emailing my buyers list this great deal. Because land, once a land investor, always a land investor. So it makes sense to use Craigslist as a great way to start building my list.
0: Okay, free. And so what's in it? What's in it for these guys? Like if they're just buying a piece of a piece of dirt and they don't, they didn't buy it good enough to flip it. So are they builders or they just they just want to hold on to a piece of the Southwest? They're investors and they're still getting an incredible deal.
1: Even though I've got it at a ridiculous deal, they're getting a great deal, so they're buying
0: it still below retail. So, okay, you're still selling below market, so oh, to absolutely. kind of incentivize a quick, quick turn.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered.
0: Okay, that so Jim Cramer. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, so that thousand dollar deal we were talking about. So you, you, I forget who was the seller. in, this, in this
1: And Nick, you're always the seller.
0: Okay, I sold you the thing for a thousand bucks and and what's and so your next move is to go find a buyer for that at 10 grand
1: for 10 grand right
0: on on but, ebay but look, like, on landflip.com
1: yeah but even if i mean i might even take 7 grand for it okay right i would take 5 grand cash for it if i if i need the cash so because i bought it so right in retail might be 12 13 grand i, I have tons of flexibility with pricing
0: and so, this was an example of a cash, cash deal. You, you gave me my thousand bucks, I walked away, and now you can flip it and do, do whatever you will with it. Anything you make over a thousand bucks is gravy, is profit.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Now let's talk about this how you're setting up the, the land notes and kind of setting it up for kind of that recurring passive income model.
1: Exactly, exactly. So, this is a volume business because we're doing smaller deals, but all you'd have to do is uh, 103 land notes at 97 bucks a month and you're at 10,000 a month, which is actually realistically can be done in 12 to 18 months. If you're working on this, you know, focused two hours a day. Okay. I mean, you know, for most people, maybe not you, but for most people, that's a great side hustle.
0: That's a great side hustle for me too. Don't, (laughs) I won't, I won't, (laughs) I won't deny that. I think anybody, if you could look down the barrel of a, of a 10 grand a month business, um, you know, twelve or eighteen months out, I think I think you you have a lot of people's attention right now.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you know, the whole idea is you want your passive income to exceed your fixed expenses, and then you have total freedom. And now
0: you're living what I like to call the Nick Loper lifestyle. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah. So what? So what is that? Um, what is that lease back? Is it a lease back deal? You said owner financing. What's it?
1: Well, you, I mean, the, the proper term is is owner financing on a promissory note. And a land contract, and a purchase sale agreement. It sounds
0: complicated. Can you, can you break you know, that down for me?
1: I, I know it sounds complicated because you're not coming from a real estate background, but it's really, it's really pretty basic. Now, the difference between a land contract and what we would call a traditional deed of trust. A deed of trust would mean that I'm putting a lien on the property that you now own and that you're paying me on. The problem with that is that if you uh, default on that property, I actually have to hire an attorney or I have to go through myself a foreclosure process, which can cost two to $3,000 and take nine to 120 days. But a land contract totally protects me as a seller. So the property stays in my name, you miss your payment, and let's say you're 35 days late, I'll then send you a certified letter saying, Nick, you're in default, per our land contract, you have 30 days to cure. If you don't pay in 30 days, the property still is in my name and I just go and resell it and you're out all the payments and all the improvements that you've made to that property.
0: Okay. Are, so are people just leasing it from you indefinitely or is it, is it like a 10-year like a term or something?
1: Yeah. I mean it will be a 5, 10, 15, 20, 30-year term. It just depends on the property and the price. Okay. Yeah. So you just have to you know continue once that term is up, continue reselling.
0: Now, if you still own the thing and they decide to do some illegal stuff on your property, what happens then?
1: Well, I've got you know an umbrella policy, a you know general liability insurance policy in case somebody breaks their leg and tries to sue me. But if they do something illegal on my property, I mean that's actually spelled out in the contract as well, okay, and if someone does something illegal anywhere, that's on them, okay, right? I mean, I'm not out there. <laughs> encouraging illegal
0: activity. Right, and it sounds like most people aren't aren't necessarily visiting these parcels anyways.
1: Right, 90% of our investors are what we call legacy investors and they just are going to hold it for their families or, you know, do something on it one day.
0: Hmm. Okay. Right. Are there for the next cross-country RV trip? They can, Yeah. hey kids,
1: yeah, we own this piece of dirt. Yeah, I've got a guy, he bought 40 acres from me in, in Nevada and every 4th of July... Him and his friends go out there and they camp out under the stars. There's he's like Mark, you've never seen darkness like this. I mean, it's just pure darkness. Mm-hmm. And, and they love it. And they party for the weekend and they go home. It's pretty cool. You and them. they love the idea. It's like you know owning jewelry. They love the idea. Of they they own that 40 acres. They that that piece of the earth is legally theirs.
0: Gotcha. And that, yeah. and that one is theirs. That one isn't being leased back by you.
1: No, right. That one they they actually paid oh. off that note. Yeah.
0: Any any other. Risks in setting up these deals that people should know about.
1: Um, well, I mean, I think the big risk is not having enough due diligence education. You can get in trouble if you buy the wrong parcel. Okay. Um, certainly, that's a risk. I mean, there's risk. In, what what might be something? In, you know, not not knowing what you're doing is a big risk. But, um, you know, if you can, if you overpay, for example, there's a risk in that. But. For the most part, with my model, we've really mitigated the risk. And again, I've been doing this since 2001. I've flipped over 5,000 deals. I've broken even on a deal, one deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's you know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. So
0: you're gonna look at the comps and say, okay, I'm gonna pay 30 cent or 30 percent of what right, the comps. Right. Have.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have some some people that uh, are, are my coaching students, and they were complaining the other day. They only made 150 percent. On their cash flip. And I said, you know, if you said that to anyone outside of our circle, they would just roll their eyes and say, what are you doing? But in our world, that's like, ah, it wasn't such a great deal.
0: Yeah. Okay. If you travel a lot for work or for vacation, you might be familiar with that feeling you get knowing you're leaving your space unused for long periods of time and what I feel like, I mean, you, you, you could talk about this for days cause this is your podcast, but what, right. you know, anything else just on the very high level of something that side hustlers should know if they want to get started or, or where, you know, maybe we can send them over to the yeah, I, I about I that. Think a,
1: I think a side hustler should definitely get educated and, you know, do some more research on this model. And a great place to go is my site. It's www.thelandgeek.com. And they can download for free our passive income blueprint, get the ebook, how to avoid the three of land buying mistakes, and they can also subscribe to our podcast. We have two of them. There's a Land Geek podcast and the best passive income model podcast.
0: Very cool, Mark. Thanks so much for so, do you. I'm curious. Do you, do you run like a hedge fund if people don't want to be bothered with doing the the, the work themselves? Do you have like I, a slush no, fund I, with other people's money that you just I, have your team I, do it?
1: I do have a fund, but you have to be an accredited investor. Okay. To invest in that fund. Okay. So that means that, you know, they have to be a high net worth, high earning individual.
0: Yeah. I think the gen-
1: general public can't
0: just buy in that fund. Quarter million bucks a year, or I think a million dollar liquid assets or something to qualify yeah, as so accredited. Well, cool, guys. Check, check them out. Excuse <laughs> me. Check them out at landgeek.com. And hey, Mark, we'll, we'll wrap it up with your number one tip for Side Hustle Nation.
1: Yeah. My, my number one tip for Side Hustle Nation is going to be uh, a book that I just read and I'm, I absolutely love it. It's called the 12 week year. Have you read this book, Nick? I have not never heard of it. Oh my gosh. I mean, it really helps you just get down to the essential of your day so that a day equals a week and a week equals a month and talk about working with urgency.
0: And, uh, it's great. Okay. The 12 week year. We'll link that up in, uh, in the show notes for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: all right, Mike. So, <laughs> that's my tip. All right, Nick. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. We'll talk. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks so much. Okay.
0: Hey, there it is. What do you guys think? What do you think of this uh, this land investing side hustle? Be sure to leave a comment in uh, in the show notes or hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Enloper and, and Mark is at the Land Geek. Definitely love to hear from you and uh, see what you think about this thing. Is this is this a legit opportunity or is this uh, you know another uh, so somebody selling, selling the hype. So I, I don't know. I'm kind of fascinated by all of it. it definitely um, the results kind of speak for themselves, but pretty cool stuff. Um, if, if this is a side hustle that you're interested in, I encourage you to check out um, Mark's stuff over at thelandgeek.com. And, uh, and as you might have guessed, since he talked about uh, a couple of his students, he, he does have some premium training material um, I guess this is what you do when you have, when you have nothing but free time because you have all this passive income coming in is you build courses. And so his is called the Investor's Toolkit and it's got a $1,500 price tag on it. So it is premium uh, training material. I haven't been through it myself personally, so I can't endorse it. But Mark did, um, I, I kind of asked Mark about the price tag and he did turn around and offer a special deal for Side Hustle Nation to knock 500 bucks off of that price to bring it down to 997. Uh, so I was very grateful for that, and if if, if if you're thinking that the the land investing thing is uh, is the next big side hustle for uh, for you, um, you know obviously that's a great that's a great discount, thirty three percent off. So thank you, Mark, for that. If you're listening, and um, if if you if you want to go and check it out uh, and, and claim that offer, it's SideHustleNation.com slash tlg. Uh, so TLG is for the land geek. Uh, so side slash TLG. And I'll also link that up in the show notes. That is, uh, that is an affiliate link. So as always, uh, definitely appreciate your support on that front. All the notes, tips, highlights from this call are available to you in a free downloadable PDF at sidehustlenationcom slash one zero eight, or through the episode description of your podcast player app, In the meantime, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for your iTunes reviews. It's been uh, a little while since we've done any iTunes shouts. So uh, let me um, do the, as the Empire Flippers say, the self-indulgent ego-boosting segment of the show. I have uh, five stars from MacFan1979, BK, uh, exclamation mark, A-O, exclamation mark. I like Jobis. Uh, Josh Brooks says, I would pay $10 for each episode. Uh, Josh, thank you so much for that. I uh, really, uh, very encouraging uh, to hear. Mr. Ernie Bryan says five stars. NAD 133 WRT 187 says uh, great tips and outlines to attack and develop your side hustle. Thank you guys so much. And one more from Miss Mirror. So thank you guys so much for those. I uh, love to see those re- reviews coming in. Um, over 130 in the US store right now. And, um, just keep them coming. at sidehustlenation.com slash iTunes. And who knows, maybe your screen name will be read on an upcoming episode. That's it for me. Until next time, let's go out there, make something happen, and I'll see you in the next edition of the Side Hustle Show. Hustle on. Thanks for listening to the Side Hustle Show at www.sidehustlenation.com.